Heidi. And I'm Stefan. And this is Ice Cream Parlor, the podcast. Yes, it's the podcast where we watch horror movies and we talk about them. As fans, not as experts. We're not going to memorize all that bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we are fans. That's what we are, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So, anyways, that's what we do. We talk about horror movies on this podcast. We like to break them down. We like to just give our point of view. Sometimes we like them. Sometimes we don't, right? That's right. And also, there's going to be, like, hella spoilers. Yes. So, So if you haven't seen this movie yet, should have thought of that before you hit play. (laughs) Yeah. You should go watch the movie first and uh, then join in on the conversation. Alternately, what they can do is if they're scared of scary movies and they still want to be like the cool kids, they need to listen to this and get all the details. Get all the details. Yeah, all the details. Is that what kids say now? Get all the deets? Get all the deets. I don't know. Is that what the cool kids are saying? I don't know. All the tryhards in the world. (laughs) Um, But yeah, you can get all the details, all the juicy info, and uh, then you can go tell all your friends about it and act like you watched the movie. Yeah, the 2003 movie, High Tension, which is the movie we're doing this today. 2003, High Tension. High Tension. This movie... Is the first movie that we ever watched together. Absolutely. When we both found out that we loved horror movies. That's right. Yes. So, High Tension. I I don't remember who it introduced. You know what? High Tension was a movie that I found at Amoeba. Just digging through the bins. Oh, that, that's, a, that's the place to do it. I mean, yeah. they usually have a lot of rare finds there. Yeah, well, this one, um, the one that I have is the French uncut version. I know that um, for this, because we kind of watched it half at work, half whatever, uh, we watched it on Amazon Prime, Hmm, Yeah, which was dubbed for some reason. Yeah, this time around we watched it on Amazon Prime. I don't know why. It was just easier than pulling out the movie off the shelf and putting it in the PlayStation, I guess. Whatever. Is that what we've become nowadays? Lazy shit. They're so lazy we don't even want to take the movie off the shelf. Uh, but yeah, it was strange because when I first was press play, I was like, isn't this supposed to be in French? It was like subtitle. Well, we had always have the subtitles on for whatever reason, but it was subtitled. Well, no, I'm saying it was English dubbed, but I don't know. It was strange it was because I've, sometimes these movies are best watching it in the original dialogue and then reading the subtitles. Right. So I actually enjoyed it more watching it just in French. Because you mm-hmm. can't look away from the screen if you have to read the subtitles. And then you get really lost into the movie and you're just so focused and suddenly somebody comes in and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. it's uh, It does m- make you pay attention a little bit more and you can't drift off because you're going to have to read what's going on. Um, and there's a lot of great horror movies that are exactly like that. A lot of Korean films. And the French actually have quite a lot of them as well, too. Um, I don't know. A what lot it, of movies? Yes, no, they have a whole lot. I'm talking about horror movies <laughs> and especially real, like, nitty-gritty ones like this movie. And, and Martyrs? Yeah, or- Martyrs, yes. That's the one that this movie reminded me of. And that's when I told you, well, we're well, going to have to watch Martyrs. they're within the same vein. The they, main vein. They are. <laughs> yeah, there's um, there's a lot of similarities to a certain degree between the two. I still like Martyrs more. Um, Martyrs is a really good movie. Yeah. I also like High Tension, though. Yeah. And I'm not saying I like one versus the other. But High Tension is one of those movies that 
you can only watch once and still be shocked. Um, it still has parts where you're like, oh shit, I forgot that was there. Or, oh shit, I forgot that was there. But once you know the, the plot twist and, and where the movie goes and then who does what to whom, you're kind of like stuck knowing that. You can't unknow it. Yeah, you can't well, even forget about this movie because this movie takes you through its entire cycle and you're just like, your heart is pumping and, and, and your blood is getting hot and you're like, what the fuck? What's happening next? What's happening next? The first time I saw this movie, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Well, the, this is my second time watching it because we watched it the first time once mm-hmm. and I forgot about most of the movie. I actually didn't even remember the plot twist and all that. Um, and I enjoyed watching it again this time. But I also felt like this time around there was a little I was a little bit more critical and I was catching a little some loopholes that we'll get into later on. Um, but it's still it's a great movie. Do you want to tell us a little bit about it? It's a little synopsis or I don't think I have a synopsis ready, but oh, yeah. what the movie actually is, it's um Two girls, two college, I guess, roommates, mm-hmm. are or two college friends, are heading to a farmhouse owned by the family of one of the girls, right. Alexia. And their plan is to stay there. They call her Alex. Her name is Alexia. Oh, really? Okay, and gotcha. they go there with the intention of planning, to, uh, of studying for their finals or whatever. Yeah. Uh, because it's remote. It's isolated. There isn't anything that, any trouble they can get into. Right. And then... Um, what happens when um, evil comes yes. to the farm? So I just brought up the synopsis from IMDb, uh, IMDb, and you're right. It says best friends Marie and Alexia decide to spend a quiet weekend at Alexia's parents' secluded farmhouse. But on the night of their arrival, the girls' idyllic getaway turns into an endless night of horror. That's what I just said. Yeah, I know. I just was reading it, and I did find it. So, did they? In is were they only calling her Alex in this one because of the the dub, or did they call her Alex in the French one? I think that's just short. Alexia, Alex. Yeah. Either way, so yeah, this movie. Um, it's one of those also that it. It kind of like gets into it pretty quickly. There's not a whole lot of like setup. It gets into it like. The second scene. Right. I know. Yeah. Which, by the way, I, this is where my questions start coming in. I don't want to, like, you know, well, ruin it for everyone yet. But Well, I have a response <laughs> to that already. So. Okay. Great. Um, is there anything else we want to talk about the movie? Well, first of all, like we always How the hell do, are you? How the hell have you been? <laughs> it's like we see each other so much sometimes that we're already, we already know what's going on. They don't but, fucking look at me. <laughs> yeah. But what's new? Um, Since our last episode with... Uh, um, buddy. buddy. Yeah, um, which was a great episode. Right? It was a really good episode. Yeah, yeah. a lot yeah. of good feedback. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually excited to try to get more people on because it was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. And it was our second video episode now. Yeah, um, So right. it's been great to, you know, see some of the feedback on YouTube and, uh, you know. Yeah, it's been pretty cool. Yeah. It was a lot of fun for me, too, because I did all the video editing. And <laughs> this was the first time, you know, getting into a project like that. Um, and it was a long, well, no, Halloween was the first one and this was the second one. But both of those were the first time I had ever really delved in doing podcast editing. And um, this, 
alien episode was quite long so <laughs> it did take a little time on my end to go sifting through two and a half hours worth of um footage well we're just blabber mouths like i know buddy and i we we get to talking and it's like shut mm-hmm. the fuck up one or the other right <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so but it was fun we had a good um you know good time with him and i feel like you know we might be able to have him back on for another movie later on in the future sometime yeah 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 um other than that i don't think there's been anything new i mean i had um i don't know i can't think of anything yeah uh i mean well it's almost thanksgiving you know what what we went to go see jack and the swamp rats jack and the swamp rats (laughs) i thought you said jack Did you say Jack? Who the fuck is Jack? That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Who's Jack and the Swamp Rats? Yeah, no, we went and saw Jack and the Swamp Rats, and we also saw uh, Reagan and Watkins and And the the Baby Baby Boys, Boys. (laughs) all of which we uh, were introduced to via Kill Tony. (laughs) Name drop, which is where we might have been tonight if uh, we didn't have our own podcast to be recording. Yeah, so the only reason we're here tonight on the Monday before Thanksgiving instead of at Kill Tony is... We don't want to record on fucking Thanksgiving. <laughs> no, but I'll be editing on Thanksgiving probably. Yes, you will. <laughs> instead uh, of watching football. I don't know. I don't know anything about football. I don't. I'm not, I know that guys go this way and guys go this way kind of like soccer, except they don't use manners and yeah, say, excuse me. They just bump. There's that one song that always comes on that has a football reference about the... Uh, the <laughs> that's bartender (laughs) oh it's the bartender (laughs) song from head PE yeah that's where they always talk about the uh, quarterback yeah and and I'm uh, like (laughs) I'm like singing along and I'm like "Mm, I don't know football (laughs) yeah yeah well I I, I grew up with sports but I didn't I don't know something I just I don't know hate me all you want but I'm not a big sports fan um, these days I don't think anybody would hate you for that oh trust me all the the dudes who love sports would be like, fucking pussy, you don't love sports, fuck you. You are what you eat. Yeah, well. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, but Look. sports are fun it's when you go see them live, I'll admit that. But mm-hmm. I've just lost mm-hmm. interest in them. I used to play all sports pretty much when I was younger. Um, just, you know, not, not really like in a league per se, but, you know. For fun. Um, for fun, yeah. I played all sports, you know. I grew up in a sports household, too. Like, my brother played baseball, which means that we were always at baseball games. Mm-hmm. And then my stepdad would, like, you know, watch football games, but football games, not football games. So it was soccer. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, with me. The game you play with your f- foots. The foot, yeah. <laughs> for me, I actually, you know, technically – was born in New England, so by default, I should be a hardcore uh, Patriots, Celtics, Bruins fan, you know, fucking New England over here. But, you know, I don't know. Then I moved to Florida, and I was like... The I, magic. Yeah. Ooh. Well, I was there <laughs> during the Shaq days when he first was, came out. I remember the know? Shaq days. Yeah, so... But then I was, I was always... I'm LA native, of course. So I was uh, the Lakers and yeah. uh, the Dodgers. Uh-huh. And now the LA Galaxy. The LA motherfucking <laughs> The Galaxy. LA Galaxy that your boy just left the oh, team. shut the fuck up. What fucking. happened? We don't even know what happened, right? I don't but, know, but that majestic lion is now gone. And gone. It, I'm so sad. It'd be funny to see him on the... Uh, what's the other LA team? The LA... I... Uh, it's the, the LA galaxy. Funky Cunts. Oh, is that what it is? 
football club. Is that what it is? LAFC? Yeah. They would be like, traitor. I I think there would be a riot in the brown side of the streets. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I like I love taking my kids to Dodger games and to um, and to Galaxy games, but uh, or Galaxy matches, excuse me. But um, we're part of the Angel City Brigade too, so we really get into it, um, which is the cheering section. I like drinking Angel City beer. Go local <laughs> breweries. <laughs> well, you know what? I've taken them to Kings games, and that's pretty cool too. But it gets too fucking cold. Oh, because it's the ice. Because it's the ice rink. hockey. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then that's why you I've never up. gone to go see a basketball game. Really? Ever. It's fun. I mean, again, like you can complain all you want. You could say basketball players are the biggest like uh, pussies and they act out everything and they're like, oh, I got hurt. I got fouled. Like I'm soccer players? Yeah, soccer players do the same thing. <laughs> but um, I, I mean, it's fun. A thing I like about basketball or whatever is that it, it's got a lot of action. So it's not, I mean, sometimes I get bored when you go through a whole, you know, what, full 90 minutes of a game and it's only like one to zero or two to one. Like, Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, mm-hmm. score a fucking goal already. Basketball, at least you're going to have points, 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 points. And unless somebody's like whooping somebody's ass, it could kind of be anybody's game up until the fourth quarter. If you're within 10 points and there's 10 minutes left, it could go either way. When was it? We went to flights last week. Mm-hmm. And uh, there were there was a basketball game. Oh, I don't even remember. I just remember those yummy nachos, <laughs> those carne asada nachos. Hey, good. good practice on your accent. Hey, I'm good at accents. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm not. I'm good at eating those fucking nachos though. Um, but there was a game, and then stun- there was a team suddenly up by ten. <laughs> like, what the hell's going on? See, I don't even remember that. You don't pay attention. Not to the game. I mean, they have a big-ass TV on every wall there. Like, what am I supposed to do? Not pay attention to it? Pay attention to you while you're talking? Come on now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what was I doing? Paying attention to you? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, anyways, um, we're going off on a sports tangent. So it's like this is a sports podcast all of a sudden. Sports, sports, sports. Yeah. Testosterone, testosterone, <laughs> testosterone. <laughs> um, but, yeah, either way, um, I had a hangnail. Gross. Can you like? I'm sorry. It just groom yourself me. elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, but I mean, it was. Anyways, that's what we're. You know, that's the not, newest thing. Yeah, that's all. Oh, I said that because it's going to be Thanksgiving. Do you have any plans for Thanksgiving? What do you do? Um. So last year was my first Thanksgiving not cooking at my mom's house. Well, not not having it with my mom and my family. Um, it was just. Are you no. like a typical turkey person? No, not really. But last year I made a turkey and it was in our freezer up until maybe a few months ago because it just, <laughs> it was a big, the turkey was bigger than an infant. Uh, this year I got a considerably smaller turkey, but now that I'm looking at it in my fridge defrosting, it's still fucking huge. Sorry, I'm just adjusting a few levels here. I'm noticing that my voice seems to be way lower than yours. That's just the norm. Yeah, it is. I tend to... You know what it is, is I save all that energy for like the songs that I do because they're so explosive and and all over the place that I don't want to blow out my vocal cords talking about bullshit. Is that what you call a shameless plug and also fuck you bullshit? (laughs) No, shameless plug. I didn't even tell anybody what the band was called. You mean you didn't tell anybody that it was DTI? No. What does DTI stand for? Shh. Don't tell anybody. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Defy the ignorant, right? (laughs) The the secret's out of the bag. Five years later. Um, yeah, no, I, yeah. So 
Um, let's see. I'm trying to think. Is there anything else new? Mm. Well, what do you do? I know that your mom sent me banana bread recipe and apple pie recipe and hard sauce recipe. What do you call it? Just kidding. No, I mean, like I said, I'm from fucking New England. So, so I'm making well, originally all of those. born from New England. So it's all about the cranberry sauce and the, and oh, the pies. Shit. And I it's completely all about forgot about cranberry the sauce. The turkeys and the stuffing and everything. I have everything. nothing for cranberry sauce. Mm, well, we're in a Cali. We can do avocados instead. <laughs> <laughs> avocado sauce. It's called guacamole. <laughs> um, but yeah, my we did a very traditional. You know, Thanksgiving kind of thing because we're from Plymouth Rock. That's where, you know. You're not from Plymouth Rock. Look, I was born around the area. I got family still living over there. I can still go visit if I want to, but I just chose to move out west. Like all the best. Plymouth Rock was always there. Y'all just happened to land there. Well, they landed on it by moving west. And I just decided to keep moving west until I got to the west coast where there's nowhere else to go. First you invaded my country. Now you're invading my city. What can or I say? half of you is anyway. Yeah, half of me is. T- <laughs> yeah, the other half is uh, just trying to get a job. <laughs> Stop taking our jobs. <laughs> okay. So um, unless anything else is new, I mean, we're really just doing our thing here yeah um, yeah i mean not, nothing else is really majorly new uh, at the moment i mean it's the it's a good time of year though the weather's cooled down mm-hmm. um you know the holidays are here so we've got thanksgiving and then christmas and new year's right around the corner mm-hmm. um that means days off from work paid days oh, off from shit. work <laughs> check this out what you know how like two week two shows ago i'm like i never or i think the buddy show I'm like i never got child support yeah you all of a sudden got some child support I have to go to Walmart and pick up 50 bucks. Wow. <laughs> Was that 25 bucks a kid? So, anyway, speaking of support, yes. High Tension is a slasher film and it's like like in a very definite and finite definition of it. It slices and dices throughout. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, with a fucking straight razor. I know. Isn't that exciting? Well, it's not that. Yeah, it's 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 cool. It's not that intimidating. It's not like a giant Michael Myers t- style knife blade. Okay, um, check this out. You see this? Wait, where is it? You cut yourself with a straight razor? No. I have a paper cut. And it was bugging me all freaking day. And those little small ones, here it is. You see that right there? Yeah. Those yeah. little small ones are the worst. I can't imagine. This was just with the paper. Can you imagine with the straight razor? You think you're not going to be hurt if somebody gets a straight razor at you? Well, yeah, of course. It's just, again, it's like doesn't have a lot of reach. You got to like, I don't know. Well, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of uh, mafiosos that might have found their uh, end by a straight razor. I think specifically in The Godfather, too, there was that one. too much TV. We do a po- <laughs> po- podcast about movies. I mean, all life right now is nothing but watching shit. I have to like try to substitute. <gasps> I know something that happened. Hit the table if you don't mind. Sorry. No, don't do I, it. I know something that happened. What? I watched Rocky for the first time ever. You watched Rocky for the first time ever. A yeah. movie that came out in 1976. <laughs> this basically shaped. You know, so many Society. children of yeah the eighties of America. You know, people who lived to the eighties. It was 
a whole part of their generation. It was the, <laughs> the thing that built Sylvester Stallone's career. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, you want to know a funny fun fact? Fa- funny, 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 fa- fa- funny, fun fact. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone's mom takes music lessons at the store that I work at. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. You yeah. tell her I said hi. <laughs> and, and remember, we also saw, remember when we went to that movie, um, one of those Camp Void events? Uh-huh. Uh, Camp Void, uh, Cinematic Void. Cinem- Camp Void. But the, I think I said that because it was a Camp Void night. Okay. But remember they were playing all those oldie commercials before uh-huh. the movie started? One of those What's was for like, yeah, for, for like <laughs> doing fortune telling or palm reading or something like that. It was kind of funny. Hey, did you ever watch Stop or My Mom Will Shoot? Yes, but I don't really remember it. I get that one confused with like. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Oh, and... completely different. Stop where my mom will shoot a Sylvester Stallone. Oh, is it? <laughs> See, I don't even remember that. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead is Christina Applegate. Christina Applegate, right, right, right. I think I remember that one more because so, it's, you know, a chick instead of a dude. Rocky, mm-hmm. I hadn't ever seen before. I, of course, knew all the pop references, pop culture references. Yeah, right? like Eye of the Tiger and all that kind of stuff. But, like, spoiler alert, I didn't know that he lost the fight in the first movie. Yeah. I didn't know that he was so fucking beautiful. He was really? gorgeous. You, you got a thing for the Italian no, stallion now? Absolutely not. But he <laughs> was really, I can appreciate beauty. He was really pretty. Like, Holy shit. Like yeah. that, like. Before all the plastic profile. surgery and shit. Yeah. Now he yeah. looks like a caricature of, yeah. of the yeah. Rocky self. It's so sad how, you know, these Hollywood people, like they try to like hold on to their good looks and their youth and they get, you know, go under the knife, especially back then. I mean, I know plastic surgery has gotten a little bit better now. I mean, there's some like people who've. You can't even tell that they've gone through some transformation surgery. You got to be careful out in these LA streets. Well, um, but it is really, it, it is really shocking to sad. see yeah. like fresh-faced um, yeah, Sylvester like, Stallone. He was just, he was just really pretty. Yeah, like Mickey Rourke. He was another one too. Like he's done so much, um, you know, plastic surgery or whatever. Like his face, you know, their features just get stuck. I can, I always feel like. The people who do that, then they have to surround themselves by people who are like straight liars because they're just going to be like, oh, you look great. And, you're, you know, here, but it doesn't here, look no. great. Here's the thing. What if you get your face fucked up with plastic surgery, right? And then what you want people to constantly tell you you look like shit or are you going to surround yourself by people who are like you're beautiful anyway? Right. But the thing is, those people are. They're just lying to people's faces. I mean, don't tell them that they look like shit, but I mean, I don't know. Look at me. I'm almost. You look like shit. I know, right? <laughs> just kidding. You don't. But I mean, I'm almost pushing 40 here and I got, I never had no plastic surgery. I think You're you just. gorgeous. You just need to like, you know. Drink more beer. Yeah. Drink beer and <laughs> uh, drink water. Here's science. Here's science for you. I almost, admit, I almost allegedly admitted to. Actually drinking water? No, 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 no. <laughs> Substance abuse, but no. Allegedly. Allegedly. We've already said it like multiple times. No. What are you talking Allegedly. about? Allegedly. <laughs> I just have a I just have a Well here's the thing. You drink water. Herbs. You drink you drink water <laughs> so that you stay hydrated and then you drink lots of alcohol so your face stays nice and puffy and fills in the wrinkles. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's what you do. I guess. 
either way, it's just it is sad to see how these so many people have like their faces have changed over time and you know and I, and I do feel bad for some of the people that aren't famous who just had a little bit of money to go to like the cheapo doctors in the valley and now all of a sudden they're like well, stuck with like you know what about like all those stories you hear about butt implants oh. and like people who get like cement and stuff in there yeah yeah no it's That's getting pretty crazy. bad it's getting pretty bad yeah people need to just be more confident in who they are and how they are don't well like, that's easier said than done because I, I the confidence is either in like you have to be it has to be instilled in you at a young age and then it has to be nourished and then you it has to be it's like a flower then you have to yeah. water it every day you have to you know make sure that you're taking care of it and if you have right from the bat like right off the bat like your shit, your shit, your shit, your shit, you're not going to unexpectedly just gain confidence. You're not going to suddenly feel like you can take on the world. I mean, you might wear that facade as a defense mechanism, but you really need to have that from the very beginning. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I didn't, and it took a lot of work to be able to at least be as confident enough which I feel like I'm confident enough. Yeah. Um, the, um, it was definitely not you know, instilled from the beginning. No, I gotcha. I understand. But I don't know. We started talking about this topic because of Rocky. And, um, you know, in the 80s, I feel like that one of the things that those movies like Rocky or the the, the actors like Stallone and, and everybody from Bruce Lee to Chuck Norris, I mean, like they were physically fit and they were in great shape and their movies almost promoted it. Like Rocky... Like, watching that makes you want to hit the gym. And he was in, like, his prime. Not me. It didn't make me want to hit the gym. <laughs> well, he was in prime time shape, and he got even better as the movies went along. By the time Rocky Four came out, I mean, the guy was, like, a fucking tank. I haven't tank. seen Four yet. Yeah. I think I've only seen one and two because I kind of tried to binge it. I, I saw the uh, Four? No, Is it the one with his kid? I saw five, and then I saw one, and then I saw oh. two. You saw the worst one, then went back and saw the It can only the first. get better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but Rocky is a movie for another podcast, and I'm glad that you watched it just because it is a good classic movie. You know what movie. else I have to watch? What? Rambo. Well, yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> well, they're, first of all, the very first one's technically considered titled First Blood, not first. Rambo. What's is blood sport Van Dam? Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about him. He was in great shape too. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was in. Um, you know that that uh, that time uh, cop. Yes, he was. <laughs> <laughs> and and Street Fighter. Yes. Um, do you know that there's this clip, and maybe we'll find it and post it that I always like torture my kids with because I play it, and it's just electro rock, and. Um, what is the name of the movie? It has something with Van breaking. Damme in it. Breaking. Oh, Breaking. Yeah, Breaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Van Damme is in that movie. Really? In a unitard. The dancing break dancing movie? In the, back, in the background, like at Venice Beach. Wow. Yeah. Never knew that. <laughs> Never yeah. knew that. Yeah. All right. So anyway. Um, yeah, let's, so let's, let's... take a quick break and then let's get into the, let's get get into into the, the movie. Yeah. High, High Tension. High Tension 2003. Do you know how to say high tension in French? In French? French. Is <laughs> it French? French. <laughs> well, because you speak a little en français, don't you? How? How? Qu'est-ce que c'est? S'il vous plaît. 
What is me, mama? <laughs> <laughs> what is me, mama? How do you say I grew up without a mother in French? That's the line. Sopranos reference. Um, Sacre bleu, where is me, mama? <laughs> um, how do you say? But you speak a little French, don't you? Yeah, a little I bit. do. Can you say um, hi? Hi, like no, hello? like high, like elevated, <laughs> like high waisted. Um, I don't know, because high tension in French in the French movies, it's called how how something. I don't remember. <laughs> Anyways, I just thought maybe you knew. Thanks, uh, asshole. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, let's go watch this movie, and we'll come back and break it down. We'll be right back. We will be right back after these messages. We'll be right back. You remember that from the 80s? And we're back. Yes, we are. Back again. I Am I supposed to follow that up with something? I'm um, sorry. I didn't... <laughs> I, I didn't know. make our 10 o'clock meeting. <laughs> I don't know. I was. I thought it was going somewhere, and then it just, like, teetered off. So, anyways, we're back. And Salt we... and pepper here, and we in effect want me to push it back. <laughs> How about that? Is that good? Sure, sure. How's that wine you're drinking over there? It's really good. You want to try it? I'll have some after I finish this beer, maybe, but go for it. Um, so, if it's... Liquor before beer. beer liquor beer before, before. Wait. Yeah. Go ahead. Beer before liquor, you're going to get sicker. Liquor before beer, you're in the clear. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, beer before wine, you'll be just fine. Sure. I just made that one up. All right. <laughs> I'll take it. Look at me. I'm a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I know you'll take it. Shit. I'm going to hold on to it. So. Let's get into it. Let's get into this movie. This movie is good. I like it. You do? Okay, good. It's High Tension. Mm -hmm. It's from 2003. And it is a French slasher film. Mm -hmm. um, it is originally in French, but sometimes you can find the dubbed version. I don't recommend it. It's very distracting. Yeah. We watched the dubbed version this time. Mm -hmm. And there was a I lot of blop, 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 blop. There was reggae in it, you're right. <laughs> there was, yeah. <laughs> and the lyrics are awesome. The guy was like, ooh, girl, you're a stupid girl. <laughs> I like those kind of songs. <laughs> so no. the, the movie was filmed in Romania, um, even though it's supposed to take place in France. Oh, really? Yeah, but yeah. because of the budget, gotcha. as most things. And the farmhouse um, that is where the journey begins um, that farmhouse is actually a dilapidated house that they only fixed up just enough to, um, just to film. To film. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. I actually was confused because of the dubbed version. It was like some of the, like everybody but Alex or Alexia, whatever her name is, is speaking like in an English accent, like American accent. And I was like, so wait a minute, where happened. are these guys supposed to be? <laughs> so here's what it is. Um, their family. So Alexa's family, Alexa's family. Um, just moved to France and somewhere throughout the beginning of the movie, she says, they just moved here. Their French is worse than mine. Oh, so okay. they're actually oh. not French. Gotcha. You called it her Alexa. 
I think it's Alexia, right? Yeah, I'm just going to call it Alex like they did. Yeah, the they called, yeah we don't want to accidentally all summon the CIA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to summon the CIA. So um, it is directed by Alexander Aha. 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 Well, in Spanish, A-J-A is Aha. Oh, uh, oh I see. Aja. 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 Aha. The Maharaja. What's that band that... Aha. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, what's that song they sing? Take oh, it's that one. Yeah, right, right, right. right. Yeah, the one with a really high-pitched falsetto. Yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> All right. It is inspired by Adine Coots, Coots' novel, Intensity. This movie was? Yes. Hmm, that's... Really? Yeah. Oh, wow, because we happen to mm. be... Yeah, yeah. Anyways, Adine <laughs> Coots, put a secret pin in that. Secret stuff, secret yeah. stuff, secret stuff. Um, um, and it's... It, uh, the director and one of the writers, um, I forgot the name of the other writer, um, they kind of built the story around it being an homage to the 70s and 80s horror films that they grew up with. Right. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say... And you we can talk see about it. it. You can see yeah, it. Yeah, there is some of that. Like, um, there is like, I mean, again, we just watched Halloween and there was like a little bit of a Michael Myers kind of vibe. The guy wears like a, you know... Full like kind of like mechanic style suit. But we'll get there. Yeah. All right. So the so. Fa- the 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 story follows um, Alex uh, uh, Alex yes. Jesus fuck. Alex and Marie Alex and Marie 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 um, um, played by oh I can't even pronounce the names two French. French actresses yeah so beautiful both of them are they though the the brunette the one who plays Alex you know she reminds me of she reminds me of the. This, the beautiful actress that plays uh, Butterfly in Death Proof. Mm, okay, the brunette is is nice. I'm I'm not I don't really have much of an issue with her. The other one though, it's because she has a pixie cut, and you're not into girls no, with short hair. Oh, right, because it's very. I mean, it's very foretelling of what happens in this movie later on. Because well, shut up, <laughs> shut up. But yeah, the whole like <laughs> I can't grab onto your head and like do anything with it. That's it's useless. What the hell is that for? I'm calling your mother. <laughs> Um, but so, yeah. um, but I thought she was cute mm. and she was so, I'll tell you this. She was so strong. Like yeah. even when she stood there, she looked, she was, you know, well, she, because she trained with some kind of fighter, some kind of like, oh, uh, I think it was a, a Thai boxer or something. She trained for this role. So well, she was fucking cut. Yeah, she was yeah. hot. Uh, maybe to you. To hot. me, she needed a little bit more junk in the trunk. Muy picante. She had no <laughs> butt, in my opinion. And she did have she some had nice some... boobs, but it was no butt You know what she all. had? You know what I'm a big fan yeah. of? Just gorgeous, gorgeous arms. Like muscular, toned arms. Yeah, no, I can do away with that. Just give me a nice big butt. <laughs> okay now um, i know what you're getting for christmas <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i i think i mean so yeah whatever they're right. both pretty decent looking women right so should we get into it yeah i thought that's what we're doing so the movie starts like this feet feet dirty bloody feet disgusting feet dangling over um a doctor's know. table, whatever the Maybe. bed is. Yeah, you don't really see much. I just, and, I just remember the two feet. And somebody's rocking back and forth, and it's a blonde with a pixie cut, covered in scars. You don't see all that though, and you just see the feet. You see her. No, that's at the end when they really get back on. to show you that. You see her, that her hands. You see her feet. She's cut up, and she is repeating to herself. 
I won't let anyone come between us mm-hmm. anymore. Right. I won't let anyone come between us anymore. And she's repeating and repeating it. And then we cut to a scene where this girl is running through the woods. And she is, as she's running, you know, there's, it's obvious that somebody's after her and she's bloody and she's bleeding and she's cut. And she makes her way into the road and she stops a car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when she stops the car, the car veers off the road and she goes and tries to get help. The guy has trouble turning the car on and suddenly the girl wakes up and she's in the back seat of her friend, her girlfriend's car. Her girlfriend as in girl space friend, not girlfriend as in, you know, good love it. Right. Yeah. And it's a road trip. And mm-hmm. the blonde is Marie and Alex is the brunette and they are driving mm-hmm. to um, Alex's family's farm, yeah, which is way deep in the outskirts of town, where way off in the outskirts of town, and we kind of just are briefly introduced to them. But when Marie is telling Alex the the dream she just had, she says, "It was me running after me," and it, oh right, and she right, says, right, right, yeah, she did say that, and she says, but... "Why can't you ever have?" normal dreams right yeah um, um she also asks like demands a cigarette immediately as she wakes up she's like oh i woke up cigarette um, she's french cigarette she's french yeah um so cut to the farm and there's alex's mom and her brother and their dog and they're just you know outside you know doing outside farm stuff and yeah. then you kind of pan off to the side and when you pan off to the side there's um Oh, you're getting this, right into this part. This yeah, you don't. <laughs> Jeepers, creepers, looking fucking truck. It's rusted. It's like what, like, like a brown ice cream truck because it has that square shape, right? Mm-hmm. But it's rusted and beat up and and terrifying looking. And some guy's in the front seat and he's. <laughs> oh yeah, he's getting some good. He's head. getting some good head, and that we know that because. He drops the head out of the window. Yes. Because <laughs> he has fucking a yes. decapitated head, a dismembered head. Yes. Now, And the, that's how the movie starts. Yeah. Now, as an opening, I like it. As we get into the movie further on and we start to get understand what's going on, I go back to that scene and I'm like, well, then what the fuck was that? Who was that? What's happening there? Like, I have a response to that. Do you want to tell me about it? Not yet. But... That scene, when I first saw it, the first time I saw this movie, I was like, holy fuck. Mm-hmm. What the shit? It like totally kind of just takes you to this other place. And you're like, I just saw a little boy playing with his puppy. What the hell are yeah. you showing me now? He wasn't playing with a puppy. He was playing with a fucking St. Bernard. I know, but he's so cute. A little puppy. Yeah, and it's a cool name. They call him Hendrix. Hendrix. Like, like Jimi Hendrix. That's right. Yeah. But yeah. Because he sets see, guitars on fire. So you see this guy getting head from a head. Then he tosses the head out the window and you're like, so what I have a question. the fuck? Yeah. What's the question? This might get me banned. From what? From the internet. <laughs> okay, go for so it. So is he fucking the mouth or like the neck hole? Ooh, that's pretty interesting because I didn't think about that. <laughs> but but it, my question is because teeth, am I right? Oh, yeah, maybe. I, in, in my head, he was just fucking the mouth because that's how you do it when you get head. But you're right. It's like a severed head. So maybe the, there's no control. And there's no moisture <laughs> right, because so there's, there's no saliva. 
And there's no like so you tension. think he turned the head upside down and was like in the whole the the, the esophagus or something like that maybe oh, because oh. I feel like that would most closely resemble a better. vagina. <laughs> I mean, I'm just thinking of it and like scientifically, like yeah, it's moist. <laughs> um, it has you know like a cervix size hole, right? And there's no teeth. Yeah, I don't think that's what he was doing because I don't think many people thought that through. I think they want you to believe that he's getting head from a girl who's alive and therefore, I mean, honestly, it could have been a guy getting head from another guy too. You never know. But like the way you see it. But it's a severed woman's head that he throws off. No, I know that when he throws it out. But I'm talking about when you see the first cut of that shot, you see him grunting and groaning and you see like the top of the head. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is at that moment, they're trying to just give you the illusion that, illusion that somebody's okay. getting some natural, like just, a, oh, somebody's getting freak nasty on the side of the road. Freak nasty? Yeah. Please elaborate. Uh, I don't know. It just, came, <laughs> <laughs> it just came out like that. But you, when you see him dump the head, that's when you're like, holy shit, we've got some psychopath <laughs> here. But before that, they're just <laughs> wanting you to think that there's some creep getting head. And so, right. I, therefore, I think well, that they wrote it, it as if true. he was... true. The creep was getting head. Yes. But I think they wrote it as if he was getting head through the mouth, like normal gotcha. style. All right. So, was it weird that I asked that? No. I mean, actually, I didn't even fathom that fact before. Now, all I can think about is... Uh, <laughs> I like reverse my deep throat. head on my neck. <laughs> it's reverse deep throat. <laughs> like... From deep, the ba- deep mouth because yeah, you'd go the other way because it wouldn't go into the throat. No, it was going up, up the throat, throat, throat into the mouth. Right, right? reverse. That's what I said. I said deep mouth. Whatever. Deep mouth. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> that's where the movie says, guess what? We're not going to let what? you. This movie's fucked yeah, up. <laughs> we're not going to like drag you on for an hour before we show you some crazy shit. This is going to get into it fast. That's how they're saying right there. So the girls... Cruising after the after dark, mm-hmm. and they're driving in to the farm mm-hmm. through a huge cornfield. Cornfield, yeah. Children of the corn, anybody? Jeepers creepers, anybody? Did Jeepers <laughs> Jeepers creeper come out before or after this? Because it was very much reminded me of Jeepers creepers, in many ways. Because I get it, the van, but then also the driving sequences and things like that. Maybe right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I can't remember. When movies come out, I think that's part of the reason why we always put the year in the movie title. <laughs> All right. So, so um, when the girls get to the farm. She plays a farm. No, wait. Before she gets to the farm, let's just tell them about this little trick that she plays. Okay, fine. She fucking uh, Alex pulls over and is like, oh, wait. I think I saw somebody in the cornfield. And she runs off. And Marie is like, wait, what are you doing? Don't, don't go. Don't leave. And Alex runs into the fucking cornfield. And... Just sort of like is there for too long. And Marie's like, fuck, I got to go find her. And she plays the worst prank. Come on, because that really sucks. No, like, what was awesome is she doubles back, gets in the car, starts it, and takes off. That's what I'm saying. That's the <laughs> prank right there. Then the whole, I mean, her friends got, she even said, if you're fucking playing a prank or a joke on me, I'm fucking going to be pissed off. And that's a funny one. I would think it's funny if I was the one doing it. I wouldn't think it was funny if I was the one in the cornfield, but. <laughs> <laughs> but you just go towards the house with the light. Yeah, I guess so. But, you know, it's 
foreign land, cornfields. You never know. It's just it's not the place you really want to be stuck. So anyways. You don't want to be stuck in a cornfield in Romania. Yeah. She does the little <laughs> prank and then they get back in the car. And, and they make their way to the farm, their which way is to the farm. whatever, four kilometers away, which is whoever knows how many miles. I don't know. Kilometer. Well, you can't do. Kilometer. You can't do um, metric. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, in the farm, we meet Alex's family. Yeah, they were been waiting up all day for them to show up. And it's mom, it's dad, Tommy, the little brother, and Hendrix, the, the puppy. Dog, yeah, it's not a puppy. He's a gigantic. He just literally barked. <laughs> yeah, it's not a puppy. It's a fucking full-grown Bernard Saint Bernard. It's a dog. I used to want a Saint Bernard. Yeah, because you watch Beethoven. No. Beethoven second. I hate that movie. Really? Oh. Yeah. I wanted a St. Bernard because I saw Cliffhanger. Still Sylvester Stallone movie? I might be on a kick. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's funny. Um, that's why you don't ever wear gloves. No gloves. Gotcha. Anyway. So, yeah. So they get to the house and basically the mom by this time is already – she's not there. She's like in the room. Pat, she's like, asleep. She's asleep. They yeah. get there pretty late. But she, she did cook some food and do some stuff. And like the father's there and he's holding the baby boy, Tommy, whatever. Tommy's like six or yeah, seven. He's, yeah. He's wearing his little cowboy outfit he didn't want to take off because he wanted to show – I guess it's his sister. Yeah. yeah that's really sweet. It's a really yeah. sweet family. It's a big age difference though. Yeah. That might be his second wife. Okay, maybe. I or they did what my mom did and said, eh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> my sister's 11 years younger than me. Wow. Yeah. So, um, that, so that's, they, you know, that's their introduction to the family. And they say their hellos. And then they're pretty much going to just kind of get settled in and go to bed. Well, so what happens is um, Alex and um, and Marie uh, make their way to the kitchen because they are actually hungry. And the mother did leave them like a couple of plates of food. Right. So um, afterwards, uh, Marie goes out to, for a smoke because mm-hmm. she's French. She loves her cigarette. Oh, that sounded funny. Cigarette. <laughs> a little bit better. Oh. I don't know. We can fix that in post. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And then she goes out and to go smoke. Um, And she goes out to the swing set that's outside on the family farm. And from the swing set, she can look into the house and watch Alex shower. Oh, yeah. That's where we see our, our, um, what's it, our, our, um, I'm looking for a word and I can't find it now. Mandatory boob flash. In a horror movie. I wanted to say prerequisite, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. It's a required thing. you got to have at least a couple boob shots. Well, let me tell you, Alex. Is not 17. <laughs> Let's say she's not. <laughs> Let's say she's not. <laughs> no, they're in college. Yes. The Alex Thank God. looks good. Mm-hmm. But also you realize that's an impossible shot. What do you like mean? Like for her to be able to look up from the swing to the second or third floor of a farmhouse and see... Her entire from her navel up, that would mean that the shower was next to a floor to ceiling window. Well, which we know from looking at the farmhouse is not there. I guess so. so you know, that's an impossible it, shot. What do we mean? That's it's an impossible important shot for later. Really? Mm-hmm. How can you possibly see that? 
I mean, she's in a window. She's We see it. What are you saying? It's an impossible shot. Like, the angle's off? Yes. So, okay, she's, whatever. Whatever. Okay. Anyway. Boobs. That's all we needed to know. It was still nice. Yes. And Marie happens to think so because she goes inside and up the stairs. And she proceeds to putting on her Walkman. Mm-hmm. Walkman. Was it a Walkman? Yes, Was a it Walkman. a tape player Walkman? I think so. Really? And uh, she proceeds to masturbate. To reggae music. To reggae music about stupid yeah. girls. About stupid girls. <laughs> yeah. um, You're just another girl. That's what the fuck. Not. And so she's, uh, as she's masturbating, she's um, she's getting closer and closer to climax. And, and as she's getting closer and closer, we see... That Jeepers, Jeepers Creepers, Creepers truck, truck starts coming closer yeah. and closer to mm-hmm. the house. The closer, the like she's she's distracted. She's coming. Yeah, she's sure. coming. So is the fucking truck. The truck's coming. coming the truck's coming. coming. And she finishes. Mm. Yeah, at least she got her fucking rocks. At off. least she got hers. Because yeah. let me tell you, sometimes it's not that fucking easy. And so, as she's finished, we hear Hendrix barking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's and starting to bark. Hendrix is barking like a mother sucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was even thinking, like, okay, is, is anybody going to wake up? Finally, at least the dad gets no, up. No, they start, he presses, the, the visitor oh, right. presses the bell, and it's right. one of those, yeah, <laughs> ringers. Yeah. Not a ding dong, it's, and um, the dad goes down to check. Mm-hmm. And Marie is looking out the window downstairs, and she sees um, the axe swinging back. The door opens and you hear a thump right into the dad's head. Yeah. Did and she see it actually or at well, that point? We time? see it from her point of view that she's looking down and, and sees an axe coming. From outside. Downstairs because yeah. she's looking oh, downstairs. Oh, but she's, she's in the house. She's moved to like the top of the stairs now or whatever. That's where she sees it, right? She's in her room. Yeah. She's looking out the window down to the front porch. Right. Anyways, the little details. Then I why are you about. asking me? Because I remember her being at the top of the stairs. So when that happens, she's like, oh, shit. And she goes into the top of, not to the top of the stairs, but because she's in the attic room, she can see down the entire two flights of stairs. You Got know it. what I mean? Gotcha. Okay. And at this point, the guy has um, burst in through the door. He kills the dog. And then he jams the dad's head into the banister, into the uh, where the stairs are. Mm-hmm. And he decides that's not enough. So he gets the dresser and decapitates the dad with the dresser. Yep. Holy shit. Yep. We get another good decapitation. So you remember where we always say that there's there's not that many. And next thing you know, every single one we see happens to be a great decapitation scene. Well, the, it was... I bet you the one where he got the head that he was getting head from was also a great decapitation scene. We just didn't see that victim. That's okay. I don't want to. Um, That one looked brutal. Yeah. Like, it looked torn. Uh, Yeah, it did. So, Um, yeah, now we've got a headless dad. The dad is dead. The dad Um, is dead. (laughs) The dad is dead. So, we hear stirring upstairs, and it's mom. And she's like, where are you? Mm-hmm. Husband, whatever his name is. Husband. Daniel. Dan- Daniel. Yeah. Daniel, where art thou? <laughs> and so she's so she going downstairs. Down. Yep. She's going downstairs and she sees her husband's body. But you know what? She doesn't scream. No, I know. And I felt, I felt that was weird too. Like, but where's the reaction? Where's the, you know, let's. She, she froze. 
Right. People freeze. Okay. All right. They People freeze. freeze. Yeah. But what I saw was a, like a really good trade is if I'm going to come across something that I'm not supposed to see, I don't want my natural reaction to be a, a scream. I want my natural reaction to be like, shut the fuck up, bitch, so you can go hide. Nobody knows you're here yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I actually, and I know you're going to hate me saying this because this is a tiny little detail, but I actually wrote down that it was scissors that he killed the dad with originally because he also killed, stabbed the dog with scissors. And he had like, it might have been that straight razor, but I don't know. I thought it was scissors, but who cares? I don't think it was an axe yet. Well, whatever. He killed him. Yes. I don't, I, I don't, I don't get mad. I just sometimes... That's happened, and I don't know them all. I'm not always right. <laughs> I know, but I am. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. So the mom comes down. Um, I put in my notes, I use voice text, and I write, mother comes down, sees her husband, and it wrote Caesar, like Julius Caesar. <laughs> Caesar, husband. <laughs> um, so, yeah. The, so... The, the mom comes down, sees her husband, sees her husband, like the salad, and she but she freezes. And I was like, and I really, like going back to what I was saying, I really hope that if I came across something that I wasn't supposed to see, that I would be like, shh, 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 be quiet. They don't know you're here, kind of thing, as opposed to screaming and announcing where you are. Yeah, I guess so. Um- However... Didn't work out for her because the guy sees her and he proceeds to attack her. And we don't know. We just hear a... So I imagine it is a straight razor and he's slicing her up. Yeah, yeah. Right? Now, I'm also wondering how the fuck Alex isn't... Like, no, well, the other girl's not at least waking Alex up. You're a guest in her house. She's all the way upstairs. Remember, she is in the attic. No, she's... Right, but she's... She could come... She's one level away from... Alex's room, right? And I don't know. It's just again, like I mean, if I was, what's Alex gonna do? I would wake everybody up if I was in the house. Let's all band together and kill but this fucker. In this scenario, nobody knows she's there. Right? She's not part of the family. So even if it was, so if it, let's say that the killer was somebody who knew the family, they don't know that she's there. If they're gonna kill this entire family, they're not gonna think about going to go look for one more person that's not part of the family who's sure. just a visitor. So well, I think she played it correctly in this scenario. Right. Well, um, so Marie sees what happens to mom and she runs up in up back up the stairs to her room mm-hmm. and she hides. Like no, she doesn't hide. She looks for the phone. She there's, looks for a phone. There's a phone there, it's unplugged, and it's not um it's not plugged into anything. So she's like doing something really smart. She's like tracing the phone line to see where it goes. Yeah. And and it's behind this massive massive wardrobe and she has to try to move it but then she realizes that the guy is coming up the stairs she realizes the guy is coming up the stairs so she puts it back knowing she can't call puts the phone back she wipes down the sink because she had used sink earlier so it looks like nobody's been there she She hides all of her stuff she makes the bed and she hides yeah he comes in he comes in and he searches the place. He he looks at the bed. It's still made. He looks that everything is still in its place. He touches the radiator because Marie specifically didn't turn it on. She said she would turn it on if she got cold. Yeah. And it's still off. So that means, in theory, nobody was in that room. Yeah. He But he goes to the bathroom 
and sees that there is no water in the in the basin from but the he sink. Puts his but under. He puts yeah. his finger his on the finger. faucet, and there's a drop of water, and yeah. he's like, mm, mm-hmm. "Somebody was fucking here," but he can't find anybody. Yeah. He looks behind the shower curtain. He looks under the bed. He like lifts the mattress up on one side, and then she doesn't see her there, so puts her down, puts the mattress down, and then as he's leaving, she kind of exhales, and he comes back and flips the other side of the mattress, and inexplicably. Unexplicit, unexplic, motherfucker. He, he just can't find her. <laughs> I also noticed in that particular scene, the music was, it was very tense and it was getting louder the, and okay, louder and louder. So hence the name High Tension. The music, like if you do not watch this movie without like full volume, like it's not the same thing. You, your heart just. You're going to have a heart attack. This yeah. this movie really gets you in there. The music is scored perfectly uh, to tie in with the scenes of the movie because you're like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And you feel yourself kind of getting anxious. And then suddenly you're like clenching and you're yeah. like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then that's... something. But then he doesn't find her. So you're like. <sighs> yeah. But that's what I mean. It's so fitting for the name high tension because that's exactly mm-hmm. what they do with the music. They make it high tension music. Right. Um, so. Alex, again, at this point in time, is still sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, she has fucking earplugs in. That's what, another thing I noticed, too. And you see the earplugs when the guy comes into the room and is like... Have you ever slept, like, at a farm in the remote area? Well, yeah, in some places I have. But okay, I never so put earplugs in. Though. Here's the thing. Um, so my kids go to the ranch every now and again. And whenever we sleep over there, it's such a, it's in such a remote area that you can literally hear the squishiness Everything. of yourself blinking, mm-hmm. right? So if you can hear yourself blinking, you can hear everything else and you're not going to get to sleep. So sometimes, for example, Grandma Martha, she wears um, earplugs to go to sleep because mm-hmm. otherwise she's distracted. There's a cat, there's howling, there's whatever that's going on. Um, sometimes that's the only way you can get sleep but alex wakes up to the dude standing over her and we haven't described this dude this dude has got to be like what six foot tall he's got to be like 200 pounds he's this enormous dude he's not tall though he's not michael myers tall that's the one thing i didn't notice how tall do you think michael myers is michael myers is over six foot over six foot this guy is no, this guy's not six foot. He's. He, I don't know how tall he is. Everybody seems really tall. I'm only five two. I know, so but he's not that tall. He's he's tall ish, but he's like a brute. Yeah, I you know what he, I mean. Like when you see him standing next to the dad, he's like shorter what than the dad. What if the dad's dad. tall? What if the dad's tall? Because he's either okay. Everybody could be super tall in this movie, maybe, but. I'm just saying that They're that's European. one thing that, yeah, and European people are not naturally very tall. They might be skinny and slender, but not tall. Well, this guy wasn't. This guy was bulky. He was stocky, and he looked like, um, like he was beefy. Yeah, and he, was he had thick. a fucked up face, and he was wearing coveralls. Um, mm-hmm. So imagine this guy standing over you when you wake up. Because that's how he wakes Alex up. He's caressing her skin. He's t- tousling her hair. And she wakes up and he just goes, shh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, suddenly all Mar- Marie can hear is muffled screams, chains, and his grunts. Yeah. So does that mean that, that the grunting was him just chaining her up or was he raping her? 
No, I don't think she was getting raped. Unfortunately, or fortunately, I'm saying like it. Well, again, like if we go. So this is where I, I know we don't want to talk about the end yet and everything, the plot twist. But like if you look at it in those terms, then it's not like I don't. Okay, well, how about how this? That could have is this what you're supposed to think? That that's what's happening? Yeah, you're supposed to think that anything, the worst is happening. That's why they don't show it. Um, what's her name is still hiding under a bed at this point. So Marie whatever. actually makes her way back downstairs. Mm -hmm. And she gets downstairs and she's looking for a phone because yeah. she's like, fuck, he's got Alex now. That's yeah. her friend. So she's yeah. looking for a phone and she finds yeah. one, but then she hears somebody coming. So she mm -hmm. hides inside the closet of this room. Right. And, and why they didn't have the other phone plugged in, I don't know. That's mm -hmm. also strange too. But it I was, guess it's a guest room. Nobody really uses it. Yeah. I don't know. So then um, she hides in the closet. And who is the person coming? It's the mom crawling on her arms and like as best she can, totally bleeding out, trying to get to the telephone as well. Yeah. And she gets to the phone and she hears a guy coming and she's trying to make her way to the closet where, where Marie, Marie is, is hiding. hiding now. Yeah. But fortunately for Marie, unfortunately for the mom, she doesn't make it. She gets her neck sliced open and it's so brutal. It looks like... It looks like when you cut Play-Doh and it's mm -hmm. just like one of those clean cuts um, and she just dies staring because she can see Marie's eyes and she's looking straight at her right in her eyes. Yeah, yeah. And then dude comes in and he just starts slicing her up and stabbing her or whatever it was he was doing. And blood is splattering all over the closet yeah. door. I wrote in my notes, who the fuck were they going to call? Ghostbusters? Actually, in the scene before she goes down to the closet, she's got the uh, she goes to try to do the other phone again, and that's when she finds out that it's a fucking TV plug and not even a phone plug. And it's like, ah, fuck. Right. But <laughs> yeah, like who are you gonna call? So at this point, um, at this point, you hear some clamoring, and it's Tommy, the little brother. He is running around the house and finally makes his way out, screaming for his mom. And he's running towards the cornfield. And you see the killer running after him. Mm -hmm. With and a shotgun. With, uh, he goes in, he's going after him. And then he goes to his car and grabs a shotgun. Right. Um, and taking advantage of this opportunity, Marie goes herself and goes down to see Alex. And Alex is... Chained is up and gagged now at this point in time. Chained up and gagged. Yeah. And she is uh, sobbing uncontrollably. Mm -hmm. And uh, Marie tells her that she's going to help her, but um, she can't let, and uh, he can't know anyone else is in the house. Yeah. That's what he, that's what she yeah. tells her. And then, thing you know, we hear a single shot. And you're like, oh my God, it's Tommy. And at this point, uh, Alex loses her mm -hmm. shit. There's a second shot. And then afterwards. there's a second shot yeah. in silence. Yeah. Um, I was, I have a question though. Go backtrack with me for a little bit. Like why the hell did the dad open the door? Like all the way, like, why wouldn't you, you live in the sticks in the middle of nowhere. Somebody's ringing your doorbell. You don't have fucking neighbors. Like they're new. What do you mean? Oh, well, that's even more of a reason. And why open the door all the way then? Or like you, why don't you get some confirmation? Like, who is it? 
Can I help you? It's like, a serial killer. Do you think that's what's going to happen? It's a mass murderer. No, but like there was, don't they have, did they have double doors there or was it just I the don't one know. door? I don't, I think that if they did, I think he cut through it. I think that's what the he, case he was. He did have some because he put his hand through to yeah. open the thing. And what I'm saying is, again, why open the door all the way? Go look through the fucking side window and see he who's did it. there. He know. did it. I guess with that, without that, we wouldn't have a movie going on. But well, to me, logically speaking, after watching it for the second time now, like that's what I was saying. I was like, well, what the fuck did he open the door for? You're the dad. You're supposed to be the protector of the house. Don't fucking just open the door for random people when you live in the middle of the woods somewhere. Like, I don't know, whatever. Well, at this point, um, Marie leaves Alex and goes searching for a knife, anything that she can, mm-hmm. because yeah. Alex is being carried to the truck. Yeah. She also does, I think, find a phone, and but the phone lines are now cut. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And um, as, she's, as um, Marie is looking for a weapon of sorts in the kitchen, the man turns back and goes, uh, throws Alex into the back of the truck, and the man goes back inside the house to do a final sweep and search. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he kind of checks out the pictures on the He checks out the, the pictures on the mantle. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I don't think he sees the one with her in it, right? Because the picture that they zoomed in on, to me, I couldn't tell. Was she it was in a that picture? picture? I, no, it was a picture... Um, it was a picture of people, but specifically he like zooms into Alex and then he cuts cuts her head her off. head off of the picture <laughs> and takes it over. So, yep. holy shit! Um, uh, just to keep but, for a scrapbook, you know. <laughs> but as he's doing that, Marie goes into the truck and tries to help her, but can't get her untied. And so she has that kitchen knife, mm-hmm. and she and she hears a guy coming. So she's like, "I'm gonna kill him." Yeah, and she holds yeah. the knife over her head waiting for him to come closer and closer so that when he stands in front of the sliding door, she can stab the fuck out of him, right? Mm-hmm. And so he comes closer, closer, yep, slams the shut. The and yeah. locks it with a padlock. And, and locks it. She's fucked. <laughs> yep. She's stuck inside there. She can't escape from there. Yep. So now Marie and Alex are in the back of the truck trapped. And this guy is driving off with them. What, how, can you imagine how terrifying that is? That you're in the back of somebody's truck, somebody who just slaughtered your family. What the fuck does he have in store for you? Yeah, who knows? You know, of course. Like you survived for what? Right. What's he gonna do with you? It might like it might be easier to have been a just a victim and died. That's true. Yeah, and who knows? Again, the worst might be awaiting you if he's keeping you alive. You know. But so anyways, now we've got he's got two victims in the back. He only knows he's about aware one. of one. Yeah. And then in on his visor, there's all these all pictures, pictures of all of these other, other girls. Women. And yep. he adds, uh, adds Alex's, Alex's picture on yep. there. But this is where um, Marie tries to console Alex and say, all those other girls were alone. We have each other. Um, and that doesn't actually help her because, you know. What the fuck are they going to do? Yeah, no, absolutely. And I also was thinking and then I, that, she, you know, she had that kind of long knife that she did get with her. And he had like a, you know, a chicken wire fence thing that was like the covering the between the driver's seat. So whatever. you're saying he she should have stabbed him through the thing, because what if the car would have gone veering off and then they're trapped in the back of this car, unable to get out? And that won't necessarily kill him. The knife isn't that long you know like it's not going to necessarily kill him 
well, it'll piss him off. And then he's aware that there's two people in the car. He has a gun with him. So I guess what we're saying is that if I was in a horror movie, I'd you be would the first die. <laughs> you would get killed the uh, fuck off. <laughs> T-shirt. Um, yeah. So what? You didn't like that? You don't like that little plug? <laughs> uh, so they make their way to, um, the guy makes his way to a gas station where he goes to fill up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but she the knows. whole time that they're in the back, um, Alex, I mean, Marie, very resourcefully is trying to pick the lock and try to be able to kind of take the hinge off or something to pop yeah, to the lock the to door. get out. Yeah. And she's successful Mm -hmm. because as he's pumping gas, she manages to open the door and get out. And she tries to go and get help. So she goes into the gas station little shop. Mm -hmm. And there we meet Jimmy. Yeah. Well, she's trying to do it real quick. And and she wants to do it while he's still pumping gas because she's trying to be real quiet. So she's moving along. And then all of a sudden, like, she hears the gas pump stop, which means her time's limited. So she runs in. Talks to the clerk real quick saying, call the police, call the police. And she's like ducks down and hides. And But here comes the serial, the, here comes yep, the killer. And he's got to pay for the gas, obviously. I mean, obviously, he's an honest dude. Yep. So he, he, he knows comes there's in a recession. And he knows the guy, though. He calls him by his first name. He's like, hey, Jimmy, how's it going? And I, at first, I was like, oh, shit. So, like, huh. maybe they're in I cahoots. didn't catch that. Oh, you didn't catch that? Mm-hmm. He calls him Jimmy and, and talks to him as if he's seen him and knows him before. How's it going, Jimmy? Yeah, he's What's asking over? for some J&B. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then he changes his mind and he's like, well, actually, I don't want that J&B. I want that other stuff right there. And then Jimmy. But so also at this point in time, Jimmy is aware that this something is going on. Something's up with this guy. This girl's huddled in the corner. Yeah. And then this girl, like she's. Uh, so Marie is going in and out through the different aisles trying to um, avoid detection. Mm-hmm. And the killer's there. He's trying yeah. on sunglasses. Yeah. He's trying Jimmy to Jimmy sees buy some beer. blood on his hand and everything. Yeah. So, he's so like, Jimmy gets kind of scared. Yeah. And so he has Jimmy go and get some alcohol, alcohol. from some other section. And he's talking to him. And then at some point, Jimmy turns around. And that's when he gets an axe to the chest. Bam. Right to the chest. Yeah. Like a fucking giant axe. Which the axe, the reason why he got the axe there is because the store had They axes. sold yeah, farming they supply. I, I guess. I Again, I don't know. But I guess if you live in the it's Romania. States, <laughs> well, France. It's France. You know, whatever. So you could buy an axe at a at a gas station out there. So Marie sees this and she freaks the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, at this point, she tries to make a break for it and goes the other way. And she goes towards the bathrooms. But unknowingly, the killer is also going that way and checking it out. And she hides and she hears him coming. And there's, again, this music because you're like, oh, my God, he's going to find her. He's going to find her. And all he does is take a piss. Yeah, yeah. So just uh, and go so to she bathroom. kind of feels relieved, and she's like, "Okay, okay." Well, he checks the he checks women's all the stalls. bathroom first. Then he goes in the men's bathroom, and that's when he takes his piss. Mm. And she, smart enough, was hiding in the man's bathroom because I don't know if it was smart or not. Because technically, at this point in time, you can't assume that he knows that she's even exists, right? right? So she should have just went into the woman's bathroom, but. Not really, because he did check there first. Um, but that's all I'm saying is that she went in the man's bathroom, she got lucky, he took his piss, and he left. Okay. So as she's kind of relieved oh, because he leaves. Did you notice that they had a squatting shitter in the in the, in the bathroom? A squatty potty? 
No, not a squatty potty. I'm talking about a hole in the floor, like how people in Asia do it, like India and and China and all. I they didn't just notice got, them. It's basically like a you just squat porcelain hole that you don't sit on. You just squat down. But they did have one that you would sit on. It was funny. It was like they had two versions of it. like here's the one you can sit so, on. Here's the one you just squat on. <laughs> so I have it. a question. Yeah. So if you have one of those squatters, right? Yeah. Um, and you're using that bathroom as an able-bodied person. Um, if you are like in a wheelchair, how do you go? Well, first of all, the reason, uh, okay, in my, this is what I would say to you, is that those countries that had those and still have them, they don't have a really good handicap accessible anything. So like if you're handicapped, you're tough shit. That sucks. Yeah, of course it sucks. But that's what I'm saying. There were two. So the other one maybe was the handicap stall because there was one you could sit okay, on. Maybe. Let's hope. Let's hope. Yeah. Okay. So. I didn't know they do that in France, by the way. Again, it's not, not this a This is Romania, European, technically, I think. Well, whatever, <laughs> you know. Okay. So um, as she thinks she's okay, she starts drinking some water from the tap, which she does a lot. Yeah, that's also a very, like, weird kind of like, first of all, we don't, you know, try to drink out of the tap water that much in this country anymore because everything's tainted but like yeah she just turns it on puts her head so she did that at the house a couple times and she did that at the gas station (laughs) of all places gross okay so um she thinks she's okay but then the truck starts and it leaves Mm -hmm. yeah she's like oh shit my friend and she starts and the the truck takes off yep so she runs back out to the front and she sees finds, the truck leaving. Yeah, she sees it leaving. But she then she finds the gun. She calls the police. All right, okay. She calls, she calls the, police. the police and she's like, the bastard is getting away. And she gets so pissed off at the cops because they're like, we need your location. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know where I am. We need your location. And she's like, you'd find me if I blew this fucking place up. And then hangs up the phone on the cops. Mm-hmm. But here's the cops know she's at a gas station, but they don't know which gas station. They know that um, he, the guy, killed her fat, like killed the family, or and her, and you know this girl's surviving in the well, back of the, the truck. The bad guy's gone already by this time, right? Why can't? Why don't you just tell the cops? Hold on, while I tell you. She did. Go run she outside. searched. Yeah, for, but go run outside. But she's also panicking. I know. She's panicking. Do you really think that you would react any differently? Yeah, I do think you I would, would like react to think so. No. We don't know until we're in that position. All right. Well, let's go. So kill a few people and we'll find out. I don't want to. Okay, I'm busy. Just <laughs> busy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then, uh, pissed off, she grabs the gun that was behind the mm-hmm. the counter. She, she, takes she the keys. gets the guy's car keys, mm-hmm. and she gets into his Mustang mm-hmm. of all cars. Yeah, right. Where's the Mustang? And from? takes off after the after the truck. Yeah, she just was like fuck it. I'm gonna go catch my friend. So now she's driving fast as can be, trying to catch up to the truck. It's a Mustang versus a jalopy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she catches up to him, and so she's high. She's like right behind him. Well, she's tailing him, but. At a, at a discrete distance. Um, and it's like a one-way highway, so it's not like it's super obvious that she's following him. It's just this is the road people take, right? Yeah. Now, um, at this point in time, we he's see... He's fucking with her. He's fucking with Alex. Yeah, he's drinking some liquor, and he's pouring it on her, and then he's like takes a, uh, a, a match. match, and he's going to like burn her alive. There's also... 
the band Muse. I know that's what I wrote. Playing I in go, the background at that time. French Muse was what I wrote. No, it's the actual. It's their song. Like really? It, yes, it's really their song. It's they use it twice. They song. use it later on in the movie as well too. There's only one guy who sings that like that, and plays that kind of music. Matt Bellamy. All right. So she, um, so Marie catches up to him, and at some point. He turns in right into the woods, like into a road that's into the woods. And she does a smart thing. She passes him just a little bit until he goes down the road. Mm-hmm. And then she she stops. She turns off her lights, reverses, reverses and, and follows, follows him yeah. down the yeah. road. And yeah. I thought that was very smart. That is very smart. But what proceeds is... It had me not really feeling. I wrote down not feeling this scene. I didn't like the way it was written because there's a lot of problems that I have with this one. Let's go ahead. So and talk she about follows it. him um, and, ha- and and is able to avoid detection for a good long while. Now this is a very long, like very long, slow speed chase. Mm-hmm. He's going down the road and uh, she's able to see him only by moonlight, only following the taillights. Mm-hmm. Um, but interestingly enough, this actress was the one driving like she did her own stunt driving for the most part zoe bell <laughs> well kind of zoe bell's kind, kind of badass yeah, she's like one of a more, kind way more badass yeah <laughs> um so uh so i have problems with this scene too yeah i found so, myself bored with this scene we're, we're bored i found it completely illogical can i tell you why i have Absolutely. an issue with it okay first of all we have to so here's what happens she's driving she's driving she kind of loses them and all of a sudden, he's behind her. And he's like ramming her car. Boom, boom. Doing the Jeepers Creepers shit. What? I, okay. So what if he did this? What if he drove and turned off the lights? Because you remember, she lost him. Not because he turned off the lights. Because she kind of like went and rubbed her eyes for a bit. And then suddenly he was gone. She didn't realize that he had turned off his lights. She rubbed her eyes and he was gone. We know he turned off his lights. But what if he turned off his lights and went down this secondary road and kind of like backed up into like behind some bushes and then she just kept going and then he came creeping out. It is possible. Let me tell you why I have an issue with it. And this is why I don't understand what uh, how it makes sense. Because at this point in time, he doesn't even know that she exists yet. He did not but know he knows about somebody's, her. The, how, do, how do you not know somebody's following you when... The only sound is supposed to be your own truck. How do you know that somebody's when when the light oh, of the oh. moon the light of the moon is shining on everything? You think he's not gonna look back and see the light of the moon is shining on this car behind him? Yeah, but I don't remember putting that car behind not down not with the headlights off, with Okay, with, but down he, a road that you just passed and you know nobody there's was There's other pro- issues with this too, and let me just tell you, this is what's going on. She's gonna go ahead and grab the gun. And she's going to want to try to shoot him. He's showing her, I got the bullets out of the gun, and you don't have the bullets, right? So that means even at the gas station, before we got to that point with the moon shining, he knew that, A, she was in the back of the van and that she was inside the freaking gas gas station. And he knew enough to take the bullets out of the gun, knowing that she would find the gun and take it and get the keys and follow him when he already made his getaway. That I don't buy. I don't buy for a fucking what second. If? No, there's no way he got the fucking bullets already and assumed like this is all gonna happen. It's all gonna fall into play. Because again, panic, you say, right? So what if it did? Well, it did in the movie, but it makes no logical sense. But what if it did? 
it's a fantasy thing right now. This is it's just, a fucking movie. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, he, it's a stretch. So check this out. This guy's a fucking psycho anyway, right? Yes or no? Yeah, I get it. Okay. But it's just, so this scene, it really got me out of it. he now gets when his I thrills it. by fucking around with women, why would he not get his thrills by fucking with the woman so bad that she thinks that she can get away? Yeah, because the thing is, like I said, he took off. Like, he had no idea, like, oh, well, let's see, she's going to be smart enough to get the keys and get the gun. Like, what if she just took the fucking car and didn't even see the gun what if she didn't even know and she was okay, panicking so she stayed there then what's then what's the harm as as a, as the killer i would have been like she doesn't know where i'm going she doesn't know what my car is she doesn't know who i, I am just she doesn't know my face i don't buy it i think that that's kind of a bullshit thing they tried to make it they wrote it in a way thinking it would make for good movie making and it's just to me, it's dumb. Now, it's a, now all of a sudden, it's I'm, a movie. I gotcha, but it's, it doesn't make any sense to me. He's behind her. He's ramming her. He's got the fucking bullets. Now she's fucking, right, and then so, she fucking drives the car off the road. It's not like he rams her off the road or anything like that. She's just drives because off the she's road driving with no headlights. He has no idea where she's going. So she does. She drives off the road. The car flips over and it catches on fire. Mm-hmm. She yeah. is injured, but is able to get out of the car. Yep. And she finds that she's near some sort of a greenhouse. She runs. She runs. She runs towards um, anything right now at this point. And she finds herself like in the middle of this greenhouse. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. She's very badly cut to and at there's this, point this time. There's this cat and mouse chase going on. He's Michael Myering, Michael Myersing towards <laughs> her and um, very slowly but deliberately and she's running and he's like, yeah, you know, but she's badly cut. Too. She's badly she's cut, like but she's also fucking badass out. because there is um, barbed wire around this greenhouse. And what she does is she gets one of those posts and wraps the rest of the barbed wire. She has herself a weapon. Mm, yeah. Right? And so she sees an elf in the distance. She sees his flashlight because he's coming after her with a flashlight. He can see in the dark. He's um, and so she sees the flashlight is still that way, and she approaches it, and she's with her, with her, barbed wire bat, um, with her club, mm-hmm. and she's approaching the flashlight because she was gonna surprise attack him. Mm-hmm. But um, he was smarter at- than her. Sorry, go ahead, tell it, tell it. You tell it. No, no, no. I want to hear you say it. He was smarter than her. Yeah, he was. So what he does is he attacks her from behind, and then they get into this tussle, mm-hmm. and. He turns out that that flashlight, he had it hanging yeah, from like a, a tree mm-hmm. and that's distracted her enough so that she was yep. able to, um, you know, go that way and he was yep. able to come behind yeah. her. And he plastic bags her ass. He fucking he, skips her from behind and starts suffocating the shit out of her. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. yeah, now she's fucking choking and she's, you know, he's got her on the ground and shit. Um, and this is where it gets creepy. Yeah, he taunts her by like sticking his fingers in he his mouth. He Aziz and Zari's her. <laughs> Aziz, I'm sorry. <laughs> you gotta like lay off that guy, man. It's that's unfortunate but that it, he's gonna be known for that shit the rest but, of his life. Okay, but it's funny. It's funny. And he's a comedian, so he's gotta learn to All right. take that shit. He goes, he tells her as he's fingering her mouth, and I mean her bloody mouth with his bloody fingers. Yeah. He's saying, Tasty. What do you want from Alex? Does she turn you on? Because she turns me she on. She turns me on too. <laughs> and 
she's like trying to fight him. She has his hands like in her throat. Yeah, like and she finds a rock and she bashes him, bashes on, the head. him on the head. And it was a very realistic bash to the head because mm -hmm. it's not like bash to the head, oh, and he falls to the ground. It's bash to the head and immediate like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. You can kind of feel that it, it what was happening. You kind of felt it somewhat realistically. Then um, she gets up and beats the shit out of him with this barbed wire club that she made. Yeah. And that was pretty awesome. Yeah. She like fucks him up. And then um, she pulls back the, because at this point, like he fell into the plastic that he was mm -hmm. uh, choking her with. And it's on top of his head. And so she pulls it up closely and she puts her ear down to listen for breath. Doesn't hear it mm -hmm. and wraps it back up. But then he fucking of course. gets his gets her yeah. like in a chokehold. Mm -hmm. And what does she do? She puts all her force and all her energy down and has the plastic over his face. Yeah. And he dies. Well, I knew that that was kind of, I knew that he wasn't going to be dead at that point in time. That was pretty obvious from most horror movie standpoints. The killer's always going to come back for one more little attempt. But yes, yeah, she suffocates the shit out of him now. But back um, at the gas station. He's also choking her too at the time. Yeah. So it's like a fight to the death. And then she fucking. Yeah, but when your force of your whole body weight is going onto his face, that's going to, mm -hmm. that's going to beat it out. But back at the gas station. Right. The police. Yeah. Prompted by her call, mm -hmm. uh, are searching all the gas stations in the area. Yeah. It's... And they find the dead clerk. And then um, they're reviewing the video. And then we see the security footage. Mm -hmm. Yep. And we see Jimmy with his back towards somebody. Yeah. And he is pulling the some liquor, liquor out of the out cabinet. Of the cabinet. Yeah. And he turns around and Marie fucking gets him with the axe. Yep. And She's the one that killed him. Right. Plot She's twist. She's the one that killed Plot Jimmy. Twist. Holy fuck. So it's what her happened? the whole fucking time. It's her the whole fucking time. Now. Back at the truck, though, it's daylight. She has the trucker's, the killer's keys. Or in this case, she has her own keys because now we realize she's the killer. Yep. And she's and fucking psycho. She's Crazy. happy to see Alex after she's... Um, after she's in the back of the truck, she frees her and Alex holds her up with a knife. Yeah. The knife that she gave her earlier yeah, on. Earlier on. And she's like, get the fuck away from me. You're crazy. You're you fucking murdered crazy. my family. Yeah. So she keeps saying over and over mm -hmm. again, you murdered my family. And she stabs Marie. Mm -hmm. And Marie becomes him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and begins to chase Alex. Yeah. Because she's no longer Marie. She's the killer, the killer again. Now. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's the <laughs> dude chasing her down the the and through the woods. Yeah. Well he and gets his trusty fucking giant cement a, fucking cutter out first. That's the tool that they use to cut into the sidewalk to get down to like where they bury pipelines. I thought it was like, like it that. was like a counter like when you cut yeah. counter pieces or something, but I guess it's the no, same thing. No, it could be the same thing, okay. yeah. But that one particularly, I've seen them use when they're like cutting into sidewalks and pavement and shit like that. So she's chasing <laughs> it was him, like, like with a fake Texas chainsaw. Texas, yeah, yeah. They're like, we're going to do Texas chainsaw, but let's but make like, it like really. crazier. <laughs> like what's the bigger chainsaw that we can get? And they're like, I know, the cement cutter. <laughs> it's crazy because you see glimpses of the killer holding it and chasing it chasing her and then it's marie doing it and when marie do it she looks kind of hot let me tell you and so 
she's chasing but you know how in the beginning of the movie it was the dream and marie was the one running away in this case, it was the same scenario, same scene, same everything, but it was Alex running. Alex, yeah. And Alex makes it to this road, and she flags <laughs> down this car. Yeah, and the poor car innocent guy. Goes off into the side of the road, and and she's like, "Help me, help me!" She gets in his car. The car won't start. Here comes the killer, as the killer. Yeah. <laughs> Here comes the killer, and he gets on top of the car. Boom. And he goes right through the windshield. Kills that poor guy. <laughs> Chops blood his whole face and everything. Everywhere. Yeah, blood everywhere. And you see um, Alex screaming in the back seat, just screaming. And as she's screaming, blood is coming, hitting her face and in her mouth and everything. That blood. There was so much blood in that scene that the next time that car was used for another movie, there was blood still dripping from it. To use the same car in another movie? Yes. Really? Yeah. Oh, recycling props over there in France, That's I guess. That's cost effective. Sure. Okay. So, um, um, but at this point, um, Marie Marie is still the killer. She's like trying to get at Alex. Alex escapes by grabbing a crowbar and going out the window, kind of like breaking around mm-hmm. um, and, oh, and, yeah. and crawling out. But and so she she's crawling down the road because she gets this big glass. shard of glass oh. in her ankle yeah right by her achilles tendon yeah it's close but no cigar and either way she can't run now she can't she's just like pushing crawling herself along um but she has that crowbar and she's kind of trying to hide it but she's moving away and when she pulls that glass out of her foot oh my god i cringed so much Mm. (laughs) um and so at this point it's switching back and forth with alex i mean with um Marie and the killer again. And she tells her, you drive a woman crazy, you little slut. Yeah. And she keeps, and and then slut is the word that um, Marie has been using towards Alex the entire time. Yeah. Because Alex was with some guy. Alex was, you know, dating. Alex was this. Alex was that. She keeps calling her a slut. In this case, she keeps calling her a slut. She asks Alex if she loves her too, I think. Yeah, right? and Alex is screaming, I love you. Yeah. I, I do. I love you. I love you. Yes, I love you. And she goes and, and she, she goes kneels down and, they, and she starts kissing her mm. and kissing her. And suddenly, Alex drives that crowbar into her chest. Yeah. Was it the crowbar or a knife? I don't know. But it was the see. end of the crowbar. Okay. Right. So. Not the curved end, but the, the pointy end. end right? Yeah. Okay. Sure. And so... We're back at the very first scene, the opening of the movie. With the feet. With the dirty ass feet. Yeah, yeah. And then we do see the Marie's back and that is, there, there's cuts, but there's also staples because they have to staple her clothes, I guess. Mm-hmm. And that's from the wound um, because that crowbar went all the way through her chest cavity, came oh. out through the back. And she's repeating the lines. I won't let anyone come between us anymore. Yeah. And she's repeating it, repeating it. And then we see from a, from a what is it a, a one way mirror, um, Alex is on the other side. Yeah, she's like, can and she, she see tell, me? Yeah, yeah, she says, can you see me? And that's when Marie does this, yeah, <laughs> and lunges at the fucking thing, and uh, we end with Muse playing a wonderful yeah. rock and roll track. <laughs> it's fucking great. And that's the movie. Yeah, that was the movie. So what the fuck happened? Well, see again, like I now, since we've revealed the plot twist and we want to go back, it's there's a lot of things that I feel like when you know that she's the same person, then the way they depict it is she's in two different places at the same point in time, like in different areas. And that doesn't make any sense to me because like 
who was at the front door if she was upstairs. So so technically, maybe she never was upstairs, that she was outside. Remember, she was outside. But then where did the truck come from? Because she okay, clearly so, was okay. driving with Marie. So check this out. Marie. One thing. I mean, with Alex. One thing. One thing at a time. The masturbation and the, the, the head. Yeah, that okay. right there. What's the, so all that about? My theory, well, I don't know if maybe somebody else's theory too, but just from watching this, I'm thinking that is just some past kind of craziness that she's probably gone through. And the truck isn't actually the truck. The truck can just be a truck on the farm. The truck could be any old dilapidated you know, side of the road kind of truck. It could be something that is just used on that specific land. It could be the family's truck. We don't know that. But so is she, okay. So do you, are you telling me that she killed another woman and she was maybe. giving herself head with another woman's head? What I'm saying is maybe she has this sinister like monster inside of her and it's playing out like in her subconscious, you know, and, and because of all of this um, sexual tension that she, and, and, and sexual like release that she's needing, um, maybe that is the catalyst to why she snaps. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's this monster inside of her and it's like it's rearing its ugly head slowly and she may not be completely aware of it, but it's all very much tied to sexuality. Right. Right. And so um, she's obviously a lesbian and... Uh, and she hasn't even come out to her closest friend, Alex. That means that all of that is just being repressed, repressed, and repressed so much that it became something monstrous. So, but she hasn't arrived at the farmhouse yet, but yet technically... It could be just, a- it's just, it's just a metaphor. All right, yeah. It so doesn't have to be... Like, who was you, the victim then? It was just a, not, not, no, not It a was very similar then, right? to Alex. It could mm-hmm. have just been her desires. But... Again, so in all these other things that are happening. Okay, so, so let's go to I the next like- one. So the next one is she was outside, right? Right. The dad opened the door. Do you remember when the girls were eating their food? And they were, and, um, and what's her name? Uh, 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 Marie was going outside for a cigarette. She then, um, we then see, uh, we then cut to a scene where her dad is locking up unaware that she's outside. But we see that he's turning off the lights, locking the doors, whatever. So how can she get back inside if he's locked up? Makes sense that she would have to ring the doorbell to get let in, which could be why he opened the door all the way because, oh, let me open the door. It's my daughter's friend. She got locked out. Yeah, that I didn't catch. I don't remember the the dad locking everything up, but you're probably right. And that's that makes sense that he was opening the door for her, and that was why. Uh, but again, we're we're seeing like her viewpoint, so we're supposed to assume that she wasn't. So I you know, I'll, I believe okay. So not I believe the fact of the matter is all of the Marie point of views are false, right? She is outside looking in at her own monster. So everything that we see the monster doing is what she's actually doing. She's just not aware that it's her doing it. Mm-hmm. So the um, she lets her she gets let in. That's why everybody was calm enough to be able to let her in the house. That's why the dad was like, "Oh, let me go over there." That's why all of this happened was because she was just her daughter's. She was just she was just his daughter's friend. Right. So again, when it comes to the truck and driving off and her putting so, Alex in the truck, we're assuming that she was not 
in the back of the truck and she didn't like ever like stow away and all that. Correct. And that's when they were at the gas station that she was the one pumping the gas and not running into the attendant. But Correct. then how does the attendant clearly look at her and acknowledge her, right? Mm-hmm. But then she would then later come in as the man so and then he knows her, the guy's name. Why, why isn't it this then? Why isn't it, okay, um, she walks in and is a panicked girl and suddenly she morphs into this other personality. I don't think it's a personality thing. I think it's just a, she's just, but I, that, I, don't, I don't know what the that, diagnosis would be, but right. what if it's just her kind of spazzing out in front of him and he's like, I don't know how to handle this. Um, I, I don't know how to handle this. But, and yeah, he may have called him a name, like by his name, but we don't know that that's his name. We don't know that it's not, you know, just maybe um, a name that she may have shared with him. Maybe but they it's have like small talk, though. They have no, like but they. Of- but if you actually pay attention to the small talk, it's very basic. Um, the killer asks him, "How many women come in here? Um, you know, fancy women. You know, just very, you know, not specific." Not not uh, indicating that there's an established relationship. It's very much just a conversation of shooting the shit. So it's not like you can automatically say, "Oh, they know each other." Look how look at the report. It's oh, they're making small talk. In fact, I wrote it down as okay, bullshit small but, talk. All right, well, let's move on. There's two vehicles that are driving. So now, if she's really in the truck with Alex driving down the road, how do how we the know that? Because he has a yellow car there, and it drives and it crashes. And but we don't so, know that. So we're saying that that's just all a figment of someone's imagination? Yes. yes. If there was a car in the middle of the woods that caught fire, the woods would have caught fire. <laughs> there would have been smoke. There would have been something other than suddenly it's quiet and dark and nobody knows anything. We don't see that there's a fire anywhere. We don't see any of that. How could she miraculously, miraculously be able to survive that? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of hear you, but I mean, again, she's like, not just... exactly super injured when that happens, which she should have been. She wasn't injured. If anything, she was covered in blood, but who's to say that that was her blood? No, she looks pretty gashed up and cut open and all that. And now, then the scenes where she's fighting herself and killing herself, is she doing like a, um, a like you ever seen that uh, movie where Jim Carrey beats himself up? Liar, liar. Liar, liar, yeah. <laughs> Is maybe that what she's doing like maybe I don't know. like or to maybe, me it's just like or maybe it's all just uh she's fighting herself mentally maybe it's all here maybe the the battle she's like maybe she's just so conflicted she doesn't know what 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 to do she maybe it's all just internal so what what that what ends up being real is she's covered in blood she may be injured for having run through the woods barefoot and by herself, right? She's chasing after her friend. Um, like, she doesn't have that many injuries. All right. Well, I'm just saying, like, I'm looking at it and I don't know. There was some things that didn't make a logical sense to me. I understand it's a movie and that this is like a du- split personality, duality thing I don't thing think it's a split on. personality thing. I just think it's a... Um, I hesitate to call it a split personality thing. Like, what's that other movie that that had the split personality thing? I'm just really hesitant to make it that. Well, we talked about Martyrs in the beginning of this, Mm -hmm. right? Martyrs does a sort of a little bit of the same thing, but 
then their twist keeps moving forward. But they, but when you see it, you see that the person is physically doing damage to themselves, even though in her view, it's another entity that's doing the damage to her. So maybe this is what it is. Maybe that's what it is. But I understand how it it escalates to that based on what she started off with. Um, sure. I mean, again, I'm just... I, I still enjoyed the movie. I liked it. I, I do feel that, you know, it. you come back around full circle and then there's a lot of questions to be asked. And I get it. The whole thing is they wanted to keep you guessing all the way to the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did. Like, because I watched it the first time. I forgot about it and I didn't know. And at one point in time in my notes, I said, what the fuck is the motive? Why is this killer doing any of this? But after you find out it's her, you realize that she's fucking psycho, number one. And number two, she does have feelings for her friend who doesn't, uh, you know, again, she's torn between this, like, lesbian relationship. Yet she doesn't want to be a slut and she doesn't want to have... What I mean by that is that she probably had feelings for her friend Alex, but her friend Alex was interested in this other person. And then she makes Alex it seem like... Alex was straight. And yeah. she's never come up to Alex because she right. Alex constantly tells her, when are you going to be have a boyfriend? Right. She, she tells Alex, you're the slut, not me. Mm-hmm. But in reality, she's was fucking masturbating to, you know, Alex. But she wasn't because she was outside. Well, that's another thing then. Then who the hell was masturbating? When was she masturbating? Was she doing it outside or it never happened? That's what you're telling me? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it makes for a good movie, I guess, but I'm just, um, I like it. Because, check this out. It doesn't make sense to me anymore. If, okay, when the killer goes to the room, everything is the way that, um, Marie left it before she went outside for a cigarette. Because she made the bed and she did all that, and so it was right. all back to normal again. Back to normal again, but it was exactly how she left it. She didn't make it, make the bed and everything. All right. Well, you said earlier when the mom was being killed that she she locks eyes with her in the right. closet, right? Because but. maybe in the real <laughs> killing of of the mother, maybe what happens is the mother was looking at her as she was slicing her, mm-hmm. right? Because she didn't just slit her throat. She then uh, the killer then went on top of her and started cutting her repeatedly that's why there's blood splattered everywhere so maybe the mother was looking at her eyes as that was happening yeah um yeah i love how you're defending the movie i know it's one of your favorites and all that and it's a great movie it's a great movie but i i just i this is the way i felt about it i can't hold it i'm in. not telling like... you not to think that i'm just i'm just trying to give you um an explanation you're you're wondering why and i think i might have the answer i may not be right but my mind goes this way and i'm trying to share that with you to see if it makes sense to you in that way as well you don't have to agree with me i'm just sharing my viewpoint it doesn't make that much sense to me but i'm willing to buy it for sake of good cinema (laughs) thanks yeah yeah it's it's great i do think that martyrs did a little bit of a better job at well, martyrs using that had same this type whole, of theme. Martyr had this whole other aspect right, to it. Right, it keeps going on after this that plot twist. This one stopped at this plot twist. Mm-hmm. Martyrs went there and then fucking kept getting crazier and crazier. Yeah, well, spoiler alert, you don't know that. At that point in time, if you're watching Martyrs the first time, you think you're at the end of the movie. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, wait. This is only that mid- midway point. Now we're going to get into some more sh- brutal Martyrs shit. Martyrs is... 
Mine's now. Mine's just, just mine's now. <laughs> no, I. What I liked about it is I thought Martyrs took like three different types of horror movies and mashed them all into one. They had like the ghostly um, mm-hmm. aspect of it, then they turned it into like um, the kind of brutal torture, uh, hostilesque, hostilesque kind of aspect, and then they had the whole, you know, cult cult thing and a major plot twist at the end and everything but um yeah either way high tension was good do watch it with the original french <laughs> don't uh, watch the dub yeah, version. don't watch the dub version um don't watch the dub version uh make sure you have the sound on make sure you're in the dark yeah yeah that, that'd be that'd be good yeah um yeah great movie Anything else you want to say about it? Um, no, I, I thought it was really good. Okay. I really enjoyed it. And I even though the ending is forever ruined for me because I know the ending, it is really nice to go back and be like, I didn't catch that the first time. Mm, I didn't yeah. catch that the first time. Right, yeah. So um, it, it is definitely one that you can watch over and over again. But understanding that you know where the movie goes, you're going to get... Um, you're going to feel the high tension in different ways. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we, this was a pretty long episode as well, too. So maybe we should wrap it up pretty soon. You want to go through right. our uh, closing credits and all that? <laughs> all right. Well, that's all for us today. Uh, thanks so much for coming to the ice cream parlor. Yes, definitely. All right. So um, if you haven't done so, please subscribe uh, to either our YouTube channel yes. or to uh to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts or both or everywhere yeah just subscribe on all of them do spotify do apple itunes whatever who cares just download everything right do them all right (laughs) but give us a rating on apple itunes if you (laughs) if uh, apple podcast if you can um we are on social media we'll have our i don't know where our handles are Oh, so it's we've got the underscores in the Instagram one. It's at I okay, underscore <laughs> scream underscore parlor on Instagram. If you're checking this out on Facebook, it's uh, at Ice Cream Parlor Podcast on Facebook. And Twitter is just Ice Cream Parlor <laughs> or Ice Cream Podcast. It's confusing. We couldn't get them all the okay, same, here unfortunately. We go. <laughs> but, you know. Um, and if the YouTube channel, we are not, we don't have like an actual thing. So it's just, just search ice cream, ice cream parlor, parlor podcast. podcast on YouTube. Um, okay. So check this out. We also have our website, icecreampodcast.com. You go there, you can find everything, mm-hmm. everything yeah. we have. Um, also subscribe to our newsletter because that's where we will be sending information as to what we're doing this, the next month. Um, we have some pretty exciting guests coming up. Um, we just have to schedule them because, you know, we get busy. Um, and that's it. Yeah. I, I, um, I realized, I remember the song that the muse song is called newborn. All right. Yeah, that's the name of the Muse song. So if you like Muse, go check it out. It's a good song. song. (laughs) And if you like Jack and the Swamp Brats, go check them out too. Like I posted something about them, so I'm hoping people got a chance to I know you would like them because they had this man as the drummer and this man as the (laughs) singer. And then they had a mummy and a wolf man. So it was all of your classic horror icons (laughs) twisted up into one. I think the only thing you didn't like about it is their weirdo mad scientist that they called Igor? Yeah, his name's not Igor. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I but, did, I, okay, so the song I really liked, well, there was a lot. Like, I 
I want you dead. I, think I want you one. dead. I yeah. knew that was going to be the one you like. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So they were pretty rad. Um, yeah, they had well, a good vibe. It. I like you know good vibe to them. It was cool. Um, energetic, very good performance live. Anyways, yeah, check them out. Check out. I don't know anything we mentioned before. Whatever. <laughs> um, oh. Also, um, I will be posting our Patreon page so that look. We're still trying we to just get talked about we just talked about um, fucking somebody through their throat hole after they've been decapitated. For I don't f- think we're gonna get a lot of sponsors now, <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to donate to us and you know help us out a little bit, check out our Patreon page. Yeah, we like to try to keep this thing free. For I don't want to try to sell you, you know, guys but... mattresses and underwear, but I would like to have the ability to do more of these episodes. Hey, well, if the mattresses and underwear come, you know asking for uh, us to promote them for money i'm down with that <laughs> there's you, other ones you out realize there too. i just wondered if you can fuck somebody through their throat hole yeah i get it <laughs> i get it there's you know we're not the raunchiest podcast in the world that's fucking lots of our out there well all right yeah so that's Anyways, it for today yeah great episode good to see you again thank you for you're welcome for being yeah, thank you for listening to my uh, my take on this movie because I know you don't necessarily agree with everything I say, but it's fun. That's to, okay. That's my job. It's fun to go back and forth with you on that. Um, anything else you want to say before we close this one out? Nope. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving all. Stuff yourselves full. Have a safe and wonderful holiday. Absolutely. Okay, bye. <laughs>